let's talk about it. We do have to. I could you imagine the worst outcome is if we if we watched this show and then didn't get content out of it? That's far less ideal. Right. We are recording. Me two. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. This may not be what the creators intended, but like it can't be an accident that this is in there. Look, I remember it fondly because it had dinosaurs, <laughs> but I remember it unfondly for every other reason. The Black Donnelly's is pure gold, and you guys are wrong. Joey Ice Cream uh, for president. I'm just saying that selfie belongs in the Criterion Collection. Is it working? Uh, <laughs> no. Never, never has anything worked for me in my life, Ronnie. <laughs> Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I feel like sometimes we have to record the extremely specific cadence we've invented for our count-in. And I'm Evan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do record that. And we can, and you know what? We've you The audience just heard it. I've decided as oh. the editor. <laughs> the audience just heard that very specific cadence. And I'm Ronnie. This, uh, audience, I need you to know that, like, that... We we just do it like that, and I don't know why. Like I don't know why we do like that sort of little sing song thing that we do when we count in. I, I like, feel like I was way more monotone this week than I've ever been, and this is the first time that the audience yeah. is going to hear it. So super professional, Andy. On the I really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. I really fucked up. <laughs> As you can tell by those introductions, ending pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows which have only lasted for a single season. One season. Ah ah. Uh. <laughs> we are currently covering NBC's Crusoe, but before we get into that, I have a bit for us. What's the bit? What's the bit? Everyone do an impression of your favorite Muppet. Ooh. <laughs> that was just a joke because Evan did a count oh, impression. Okay. But the theme of this episode is numbers, I guess. <laughs> Uh, the bit is, well, do you guys want to do Muppet impressions? We can do I Muppet mean, impressions. I'm, I'm never not that. down for some Muppet okay. impressions. Ronnie, do a Muppet impression. I, I will, I, uh, just, uh, I don't know if y'all saw this. I just, uh, put out a TikTok that was Muppet related, um, where I casted Rent using, uh, Muppets. Um, That's amazing. And I was very happy with it. And this is, this is the joke that I wanted to make, but didn't because the cast didn't work out. Um, Hang on a sec. December 24th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard. Time to start the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the Muppets in the East Village tonight. This is very good. Thank Ronnie, you. this is good. That's a very good, good Kermit. Thank yeah. you. It's a very good Kermit the Frog. Yes, Kermit the Frog here. That was not a good Kermit. This, the first one was better. Your heart was really in it the first Someday time. Someday you'll find it. The rainbow connection. That's a little better. Me, 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 It's the speaker. Speaker, the, the Muppet. Speaker, speaker. sure. That's the voice that you do for the Porgs. Yeah, the, 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 the our stuffed Porgs just have speaker Sure. Oh, Swedish chef. 
I love other Pokemon. I love especially yeah, how this is a Pokemon who has to say his name in order for him to be acknowledged as the... I'm the Swedish chef. <laughs> that one he says in crystal clear English. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't actually speak Swedish. Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what's holding you back here. <laughs> do, you, do you have a? Do, okay. you, have a, do you have a second uh, one, Evan? Locked and loaded. The count, that's the not count, count? is uh, the best Muppet. Um, I'm trying to think of. Well, that's just not true. But the count is not the best Muppet. The counts. The he's a. A vampire puppet. Yeah, but he's not the best Muppet. Okay, who's the best Muppet? <laughs> I mean, the count probably, is, probably uh, Gonzo. I, Gonzo was a very good Muppet. Um, I I actually, I love the count, especially because I, I heard somewhere that like one of the, maybe it was from y'all, but I heard, so I think it was on TikTok actually, that like the joke about the count is that vampire lore dictates that if you were to like throw a bunch mm-hmm. of rice on the ground or something that a vampire yes. would have to stop and count them all and that's and yes. like that's that's uh-huh. why they chose that thing and that's so good that's so good yeah. yeah yeah that is that's how you protect yourself from a vampire is you throw a grain you throw salt on the floor mm. and they have to count all the grains of salt or rice yeah rice also um yeah or legos I guess Legos Any, also theoretically. Anything you have like a lot of on hand, you can just kind of chuck. Legos was what you throw if there's a Frankenstein and a a shoeless Frankenstein and a, a vampire after you. Yeah. <laughs> they're basically the caltrops. Yeah. <laughs> I assume. I'm just amazed that the count... Pain? He's got I'm that not... abnormal brain. He's he does have a uh, higher than average pain tolerance, I do believe. Yeah. Uh, I'm not over the fact that you think the count is the best muppet, but look, that's okay. It's a you good can use the count. The count's a top tier muppet. He I is guess, top tier. I guess I'd really have to like make a spreadsheet to decide my favorite muppet officially, but he's a top tier muppet. That is very uh, the count of you that yeah. you would need a spreadsheet to decide. Yeah. yeah. I need to weigh I need to do a cost benefit analysis for all of the muppets. <laughs> Um, Speaking uh, of Muppets, do the, do the affirmative aliens have, count as a Muppet? Those are my other one. Speak. Yep, 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 I like that all your Muppets yep, 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 are Sesame yep, yep. Street Muppets. Hmm, I guess. Well, I, I guess I was exposed. To, I was. They. They are. They were made yeah. by Jim Henson. Uh, yeah. I guess I was exposed to them more as a child sure. than the other Muppets. But yeah. Speaking of Muppets, uh, I'm going to shamelessly plug. Good Neighbors uh, one-shot special right now that's available. Uh, Christopher Angel's A Helping Hand. It is a reality show based around puppetry. It's very good. Thank you. It is. um, I I knew it was going to be good, and I was very excited about it, but it is stunningly hilarious. I really, really enjoyed editing it and listening to it many, many times. Uh, I think my Chris Angel impression was better than my Muppets impressions. When you say Chris Angel, you mean the guy, the... The the, mind freak. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The mind freak. Chris Angel. Christopher Angel, the mind freak. Well, when you said Christopher Angel, it threw me off because he spells it C-R-I-S-S. So I wasn't sure if it was actually short for Christopher. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. I doubt it's his real name. But, uh, yes. Chris probably is his real name. And he spells it Chris. Christopher Angel, the mind freak, 
is the host of our reality show called A Helping Hand. Which the, is about Muppets. It's about puppets. Yeah. It's, it's, Why are they not Muppets? There's a whole thing. Listen okay. to it. You'll find out. <laughs> okay. It's very good. It's the, the... Basically, we didn't want to get sued by Disney, though. Yeah. His name is Christopher. He just spells it C-R-I-S-S because he's, he's a little freaky listen, boy. He's listen, a freaky little you, freaky boy. When you boy. earn the title of Mind Freak, you can you can spell your name any way you want. I I would have let him get away with it if his name was like Crispin or something sure. like that, I, just to distinguish it from Christopher's. Like, sure, I, you can spell I, it Chris. I do want to point out, Evan, that people in houses in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Uh, and you Karen, spell Evan I with guess, an I. I know. So. I know. I had to be a yeah. special little boy. <laughs> you also had to be a special little mind I had freak. To be a special little mind freaky boy. <laughs> spell your name weird. In my defense. My mom did actually pick that name. So, and that's how she spelled it, and I just went with it. So, like, that's this is a this is a, an unusual uh, trans method of choosing a uh, a chosen name, especially because, you know, like, my mom and I are not super close. It wasn't my intention to, like, ask her, like, Oh, uh, why don't you pick my name, Mom? She, I just did one of those things where I was like, "What if you? What well, What would you have named me, Mom, if I had been born a boy?" And that's what she said, and she texted it to me, and that's how she spelled it. And I was like, "I guess that's what I'm going with." So here we are. So I can blame it on her. This is an there advantage that I have. Your mom's a mind freak. My mom's a mind freak. <laughs> do we well, want to do the actual bit now or should risk, i just save that for no, next time I, I think that was the bit at risk yeah. of, at risk of bringing up chris angel again i think we should move we've this we've focused far too much time on what Mr. would chris be your Angel's. mind freak yeah. name <laughs> really um, though listen to the good neighbors special yeah. it's two episodes long we play uh, peach garden games i came here to win which is a uh a tabletop RPG where you build a reality competition show a la the Great British Bake Off or Ink Master or Survivor. And uh, we built one around puppetry. And it's uh, a hoot and a half. Chris Angel's there. What? What? Could, what's not to love? Let's talk about this uh, show. I guess we have to talk about the show now. Yeah, let's talk about Crusoe. This really good show. We watched uh, three episodes about it. Evan, what was this, what was this show about? I mean, not about. What? That's what, a really what, good what question, Ronnie. What is this show about? That's a good what question. What is going we on get with into this that, show? I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, episode four called The Mutineers. Uh, the, the defining feature of this episode was the lady who dressed like a boy to get on a ship, except... That this lady has a full face of makeup and they just glued some little dabs of crepe hair to her lady face and they put a wig on her that was identical to her real hair except dirty. So she had dirty sort of wavy brown hair, long hair, that was her man hair, and then she took the wig off and out of her wig fell clean long curly like wavy brown hair and i was like i 
I lost my fucking mind. I was like, what is happening? The, this goal, is the, least... the goal of a trans person is not to pass as cis. <laughs> I will say that much. But also, this was pretty wild. This, the goal of this woman, a, like... Obstensibly was a, to a pass cis, as cis. A yes. cis woman. Yes, the, the goal of this cis woman in this show, the character, the cis character, was to disguise herself as a man so as to book passage aboard a merchant ship and um she had full like she had mascara she had blush she had the works and then around her chin was dabbed some stippling and some little patches of fake hair and it was very funny every single character on the show was like ah Look at that masculine man. Yeah. <laughs> it was not played like a joke where everyone was like, we can no. tell you're like it was just it was just a lack of creativity in the makeup department. Uh yeah. If they had just not put makeup on her, she would have looked more masculine. And I'm Bonnie sorry. in Black Sails, who is a cis is woman beautiful. not not trying to pass woman. looks more like butch and masculine than this poor model who they glued some pubes to her face yeah and uh for some undiscernible reason gave her a wig yeah any like the plot the plot of this episode is that there's some um guys on an on the island with crusoe and friday and they think yet again like oh we're gonna we're gonna escape we're gonna escape there's a ship here Um, but, like, the group that has, like, control of the larger group is, like, a bunch of nasty mutineers, and, like, the lady joined up with the mutineers so as to not get, um, not, not, like, be killed by the mutineers as part of the mutiny, and they don't get to escape because the mutineers are not trustworthy. I don't remember exactly how they deal with the fucking mutineers. It doesn't matter. They, they don't, don't. They don't get off the island. The mutineers um, are still there too. Oh, the mutineers are just still on the island. Okay. Um, they they crash their ship because their wheel is in the mid deck. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. Andy in had Andy's. a lot of opinions about this. <laughs> the way this ship was put together. Oh. Um. All right, episode five is called High Water. Uh, uh, Crusoe and Friday find a compass uh, from, I guess, from the mutineers' boat. I don't know if it's ever explained, but uh, they find it. They find a compass and uh, like the uh, part of a boat, like part of a damaged boat. And there, Crusoe's like, "Heck yes, we can just fix this boat and use this compass to get to not to England, but to like a nearby island with a port." And then we can get back to England, which kind of begs the question, like, if there is a port nearby, like, I don't know, you've been here six years. Like, if there's a port that you can get to in this little dinghy, like, why haven't you tried before now? Like, the sun is there? I don't know. Anyway, they find they find this uh, compass, and they start fixing up this boat, and they're like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And then uh, the compass gets broken, and then... They are like, well, we've already decided that this is what we're doing with our day. So we just <laughs> got to find a different compass somewhere. <laughs> so they go and they steal. Oh, okay. Yeah, they. that's right. Because they steal a compass from 
the mutineers camp because the mutineers are still on the island. Um, and then Friday falls in a hole and a log falls on him and the hole starts filling with water and the tide is coming in or going, there's something like the Crusoe has to choose between saving Friday and leaving the island in his boat and he saves Friday and the boat gets swept out to sea and uh, immediately gets destroyed. So they for sure would have died if he had not saved Friday. And then also the the second compass is broken now also. Um, so they're still on the island, guys. They're still on the island. Um, episode six is unfortunately titled Long Pig. Um, uh, so, it's the racism episode. Yeah. We found it. We'll talk about this further, but I I need to take back everything I said about this show not being as racist as it could have been. Uh, so the there's like a a group of cannibals that had at one point captured Friday, and now he does explain that his culture also practice can practices cannibalism, but like they're not weird about it. <laughs> These guys are doing the wrong kind of cannibalism. So that's bad. It, anyway, um, the cannibals have captured Friday's dad and a Spanish guy who they had encountered before. And Crusoe and Friday have to fight the cannibals to save... Spanish guy and Friday's dad and they get they say Friday's dad and the Spanish guy get, I don't I, I I feel like he got hit hard over the head and is now like now has like brain damage or something I don't know what they were trying they kept, it was like, very inconclusive what yeah like he him. he looked like he was having a seizure or something or a I don't, stroke yeah I don't quite he, he, he had a like they hit him on the head and his head was all bloody and like he was, he got bonked by the horny police. Yeah, so um, he's not okay, but he's not eaten. Um, and they save Friday's dad, and they kill the main cannibal guy. Um, so, yeah, that's it. They, they, and they're still on the island. They don't get off the still island. Still on the island. <laughs> still on the island, lads. We need to have a big, like, on, on the video version of this podcast, there's a big counter up in the corner of just, like, just a light-up sign of just, like, are they on the island? Yes. <laughs> are they on the island.com? Are they still on the island.com? Um, importantly, there, like, were very few flashbacks in these episodes. There there was a couple. There was a, a howdy, small handful. Boy, howdy, but the ones that were, were useless yeah absolutely pointless completely forgettable there was Uh, one crusoe's brother-in-law is a dick yeah Yeah. and uh he got beat up once for being a protestant i think crusoe was in some gang fights he's like i know all about gangs and then it flashes back and he's like in a fucking sharks versus jets He's getting jumped by some, some some other gang, and then his his homies come and something to do beat with the up. Jacobites. Yeah. Uh, yeah, blah blah blah. The king. Blah, blah, I can't blah. tell if which side of the Jacob the Jacobites are Catholic, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't we know do not he, know which side Crusoe is on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> they not. They talk about clear. King James. I forget who which which king is which, but not important. Not important. Doesn't matter. They're on the island. There's no there's no King James <laughs> been on the there island for six years. Yeah, yeah. That is revealed this episode that they've been on this island for six years, and it's like, man, I wonder what uh all sorts of crazy adventures and character development happened in the first six years, because he seems like the exact same dude, right? And mm-hmm. from the flashback, just like explore the island whatsoever because they keep being yeah. like we don't know this other, side of the island there's other groups of people there's types of animal they've never seen before and it's not that big of an island yeah so yeah maybe it's uh-huh. not an island at all maybe they're on a peninsula and they could literally walk back to england and they would never know <laughs> there's a, they didn't try there's a sands hotel and resort just yeah. around the corner they're just on the strait of gibraltar and it's it's That's just where all these spanish guys on. keep coming from yeah, they're just right over there. This is uh, this is Spain, actually. It turns out, <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> we have to. I know we we are showing our hand a little bit. We we do have to to to. You know, I gotta ask it. Um, Ronnie's gotta ask. Hey, Andy. Hi, Ronnie. These three episodes of NBC's Caruso. Uh, did they work for you? No. Um, I tried really hard. To not be obnoxious with my uh, historical opinions and uh, these episodes beat me to death Mm -hmm. and I'm going to rip this show apart in my little special segment because these episodes were bad. Hey, Evan. Yes, Ronnie. These three episodes of NBC's and Sean Bean's Caruso, (laughs) uh, did they work for you? Nah, no, they didn't. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, yeah. Did. These. Three. Episodes. Of. This. Show. On. NBC? On our television. Poops. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) And he still has not figured out how to play the... The sentence completion game. No, you're yeah. just, you just you box me out, babe. You don't set me up. Well, that's the challenge. You have to like. Oh, we're married. <laughs> it is it's a strange volleyball game when someone is just absolutely. It's actually it's the opposite. Evan is trying to set the ball to, for you to get it over the net, Andy, and you're just like nah, and spike it up, like out of bounds on your side. <laughs> um, no, these episodes did not work. Uh, these, these were mm-hmm. these were quite boring. Not not they're bad. Uh, yeah, not fun. That's um, that's. I think that's the most important thing, Ronnie. Yeah. what you just said there. They yeah. are not fun. Right. Yeah. Oh. There's there's so much to be said for shows that are like so bad they're good. Uh, right. I, like shows that well, are I, like or like have low production value, but like uh, still have something to say. Our flag means death. Pirate show incredibly historically inaccurate mm-hmm. now the the little certain things that they like give nods to or the little certain things that they get right really awesome and i like i enjoy that but like like it is not concerned about historical accuracy there's a motherfucker wearing crocs mm-hmm. amazing show great show i don't need crusoe to be historically accurate i need it to be fun and if it's boring and terribly unfun then i also get to pick about pick apart the the dumb bad historical stuff that they do well they're trying to take themselves so seriously and they're yeah, trying to say it is something very self-serious about the political climate of the day 
and yeah. like the limitations of the era and you know life and times of this uh, this dude who in this version apparently was not a slave trader i guess um but you know what show does that better motherfucking black sales <laughs> well i I, I'm agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying like there's yeah. the reason this, the reason this, this show is somewhere between uh, the the seriousness of Black Sails and the like absurdity of Our Flag Means Death, and it does both terribly wrong. And guess well, what? There's two gay shows you can watch that do it way better. So it's, go it's watch got, those. It has the the self importance of uh, uh, Black Sails and the um, like flimsiness of Our Flag Means Death. Like the, it took the, you know, the parts that you can't, that can't stand up on their own and put them together. And flimsiness, not, uh, I don't think our flag means death has flimsiness in the way of like plot. This show is incredibly unstable, unstable when it comes to plot. When I said flimsiness, I mean like the, like the boats are made out of cardboard, you know, like, and that, like, it looks like. It, it, but it on purpose, like in right. our flag means death. It's deliberate. Like yes. it's a silly show. Everybody has silly little outfits, and their their boats are like cardboard boats on a a uh, you know sort of funny looking CGI ocean. And it's good. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, the flimsiness of the plot for me is really. I could forgive this show if it was twenty two minutes. And it was just like, uh, what are they going to get into now? Who's the the quote unquote monster of the week? Who's like the the people washing up on shore of the week? And they solve the problem and they're out of there in, you know, a quick one. This show is doing 22 minutes of plot, but they're just adding in a middle part of every episode where like the stakes flip back and forth. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just like, they're going to help us. Oh, no, they're not going to help us. But I think they will help us. Nope, they're not going to help. Like, it literally, like, follows that formula every single time. And it's inexplicable. There's just no, no, like, the 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 woman who um, is, is dressed as a man to protect herself, um, there's a subplot where one of the men figures out that she's a woman. And is is going to tell everyone and she's like, well, if you don't tell everyone, then I'll just have sex with you and it'll be great for you. And it's like, that's like, uh, I don't like it, but like it mm-hmm. could be a plot point. But then she just like kills him like mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately just like is it's not an issue. It's not a plot based thing. It doesn't like actually have any stakes whatsoever because she's just like down to kill these people. And it's like, that's fine if you just want to establish that she's, like, capable of that. But you don't do anything with it. It's just really to pad out the episode um, and create, like, uh, uh, a hostile environment towards this woman. Yeah. uh, Also, this Mutineers episode was, like, taxonomically indistinguishable from the Pirates episode where Pirates showed up and Crusoe was like... Oh, these people are going to help us. Exactly. Oops. Nope. Nope. They're exactly. not going to help us. And also there's one sexy woman. One. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I, I need to point out, too, that the mutineers showing up is a really big deal because in the Robinson Crusoe book, when they show up, uh, they, one, 
for some unexplainable reason, have Crusoe's daddy kidnapped on board. And so Crusoe has to free his daddy. And then two, like that is how Crusoe ends up getting off the island. So they show up towards the end of the book for like a big action set piece. And so for them to show up three episodes in and not have Crusoe's dad, very confusing choice. Mm -hmm. Very strange. Mm -hmm. I guess it could be a different group of mutineers, but then that's also weird. Like how many groups of mutineers are showing up here? They absolutely will do. I have no doubt they will do it again because they just love this formula. So I think the one thing that like, I don't have anything in my notes that was a positive. Um, Well, I don't know. The, the only thing that was fun about that episode was they like made a bunch of like scarecrows essentially that scared the people, but it was like, again like the sub 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 plot of the whole thing like it was and it didn't do anything like it didn't end up working like it 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 failed their their goal and they spent the whole time working on it um but at the beginning of high water um uh, crusoe and friday are having their like back and forth and crusoe says do you know what i miss soap as he is Easily the cleanest castaway that has ever mm-hmm. existed with his conditioned hair and his like oily yeah, chest. Which, which I hate because we have so many flashbacks and he looks exactly the same. Yeah. He Even looks his maybe hair dirtier in England. <laughs> like yeah. it's a little sooty. Yeah. Um you're gonna you're gonna tell me that this guy made plumbing but does not have soap. Right. I, I can make soap in my kitchen. I can't make a fucking treehouse. Like, I can make soap. It's easy. All you need is, like... Animal fat. Yeah, you need fat and you need some lye, which you can get from, like, wood ash. So, you can make soap. Very annoying. Mm. Um, And again, this is not the sort of thing that we would nitpick in a better show. (laughs) You know, if the show gave us some other stuff to focus on that wasn't dumb nitpicky stuff, we wouldn't be worried about it. Should I talk positives? Yeah. Oh, you've got. Yeah, I have a couple. Okay. If you got them. Okay, I got a couple. Uh, there is some better firearm at work here stuff. A little bit like Crusoe talks about. You know, strategically, how pistols are uh, notoriously inaccurate at long range, very effective close range. We get to see him use one as a club at one point, which is very common fighting tactic of the day uh crusoe's musket is fucking huge it's just massive and that is a very accurate uh thing for the time period uh so often in like shows of this era their uh their muskets are like real skinny really short things and like crusoe's musket is fucking ginormous um Have they not figured out rifling yet is that why they needed those real long this corkscrew on the inside of the barrel yeah so rifling isn't around mm-hmm. yeah they're smooth in there um he poses a couple times like the very famous um is it robert lewis stevens painting there's a very famous uh buccaneer painting and like crusoe kind of does the pose with his rifle like a handful of times and i have to think it was deliberate and it's it's just something i picked up on and appreciated <laughs> Uh, they eat boar quite a bit, you know, there's some boar stuff, and, uh, that's where the term, uh, buccaneer comes from, is, uh, French boar hunters would shoot these boars and fry them on the beach, uh, in a 
particular way, and they called it uh, pukan, uh, the salty pig meat, and pukan became buccaneer, and it also is where barbecue came from. That's where barbecue was invented. Mm. So there was some fun like history there with like him and Friday like hunting this boar and carrying it back. And I was just like, yeah, go fry that shit on the beach. Have some pukan. I, I feel like they probably didn't know that. They were just like, what do people eat on islands? I don't know, pigs? <laughs> I don't it, it felt deliberate. It felt like, you know, it felt like someone knew like, a little bit of history. I feel like somebody doing... read this book who made the show. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah. it comes Presumably. up I feel like you're doing the Ronnie thing, and this is in no way a criticism of you. Sure. Because I know that you just like are like giddy for little 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 tidbits of this historical period. Uh, but I feel like you're doing a Ronnie where you like do a little bit of fan fiction about the the show, and you give it credit, maybe more credit than it deserves for some little bits that you like. The Say with lieutenant your chest, Evan. I'll come down there. <laughs> the lieutenant of the mutineers is an actor who was on Black Sails. And he also played someone who wanted to mutiny because he was convinced that uh, Captain Flint was having sex with a witch. Uh, And so seeing him in this show made 10 years before Black Sails, oh, less than that, made like six years before Black Sails, and he's also a mutineer. Buddy, you're typecasted. Was it also the same guy that was all like, uh, scared of the the supernatural stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's got a type. Yeah, he's got a type. He's, he's, he's got a type. He wrote that part. He was like, I'm not wasting <laughs> this, this method acting. Um, and that might be all my positives. Not very many positives, to be frank. You, you, um, you have more than than the show deserves. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, I, I, I got. I got so many big negatives. So yeah, is, is, and we, and the the first one that I want to get off my chest before sure, anything else sure. is I think the racism. Mm-hmm. And there's a really easy fix for the racism, and they talk about it on the show, and that made me even more mad. Uh, when they are tracking these cannibals, Friday mentions that one of them was French, and that they had a Frenchman who they ended up. Like, when they run out of victims, they turn on each other and they eat each other. And so Friday thinks that they ate the French guy. And, like, y'all, if you had this concept of, like, a Mad Max band of castaways who have begun eating each other, they could have been any race. Mm -hmm. They could have been, like, Mm -hmm. fully feral Mad Max war boys who are just running around eating each other like the kindergartners in recess. And you didn't have to have it be this really racist portrayal of Islanders, indigenous Islanders. And it's so bad, y'all. Like, they don't have, they just, like, grunt like pigs. Like, they don't have, like, a language. Uh Uh, They're, however bad you're picturing it, it is worse. It's really, really insensitive. Uh, I I said out loud to Andy that uh, they're, like, all of the portrayals of natives in all the King Kong movies up to and including the uh, Peter Jackson, uh, uh, Jack Black one. I think the one with Tom Hiddleston didn't do that. But all the ones prior to that did that. Like, you know, those real old King Kong, incredibly racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that bad. It was really With like was bone really piercings and face yeah. paint and... and... The, 
truly uh, the worst part was that like they they just grunted like pigs. Yeah. They did not speak human language, and uh, it was gross. It was like, oh boy, yeah. I I can't think of a reason for it. Like what they wanted to do was show what um, Friday had been through up to this point, and and they focused on Friday's trauma from that quite a bit. And maybe they were trying to create some kind of like parallelism because the show is, as we know, like it was billed as being woke, quote unquote, like it was billed as being like culturally a bit better than any Caruso that had come before it. But it seems like they were like, but don't worry, don't worry, it's still going to get real racist in here. All you real racist Crusoe fans. Um, yeah, and, like, so so the the topic of cannibalism has been brought up before, um, because in, I think it was even in the very first episode, Friday said something like, well, uh, like, my people eat the bodies of our ancestors, and you, Christians, drink the blood of your god, and I was like, okay, all right, I see, like, it is a little weird to make your, like, main dude black character... A cannibal, but I do think it is, uh, you know, an interesting take to point out that, like, our like the the uh, p- predominant religion in the West is also incredibly weird and fucked up. Like to to other people, like Christianity is is pretty fucked up. So, like, all right, I'm I I was like with them to that point. I was like, okay, like I'm I'm. You know, if you were going to bring up cannibalism, I guess I'm glad that you went there with it. Um, But then the thing where they were like, yeah, Friday's culture does cannibalism, but their cannibalism is cool and good. And this cannibalism is weird and bad. I was like, what are you what are you saying here? Are you saying that, like, some cannibalism is good or like what what are you trying is is this your take is, is this your attempt at being like culturally sensitive to like people who practice ritual cannibalism because then immediately you're going to like the the feral cannibal plot line so i just didn't i didn't get it i i don't understand what they're trying to say i don't understand what they thought they were accomplishing by including that like it was weird. Everything was a weird choice and a weird take and a very muddled message. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it was just. It was just nonsense, like it just didn't it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, except maybe to say, like, there's an extreme of cannibals and uh, Caruso and his like white English Christian people. And Friday is that middle ground. And, like, why? Like, for what? Like, why? I don't... Yeah. I mean, like, we could talk all day about, like, the ethics of, like, cannibalism. That's not really... That's not really relevant to, like, the show here. But, like, they they made up this, like, culture that Friday is from that has this, like, cannibalism practice. And then they also decided to have a plot line about, like, murderous cannibals. And it was... Giving them all cannibal 
fever where like they've been driven mad by eating too much human flesh and now they're like subhuman like they can't even speak all they can do is grunt and moan removes a lot of the drama of Friday confronting his like nemesis because they revealed that like one of these guys in particular like Friday was really scared of from his run-in with them and like it loses so much drama when like the two of them can't even like communicate with each other and have like a real confrontation. So like by going out of their way to make it more racist, they also just like made it a way less compelling narrative than it could have been. Like, could you have had cannibal villains show up in the show and it not be racist? I think, yes. I think you Mm -hmm. could have done it in a like, nuanced what I hate to say it's better in the book, but like the book is pretty racist and still handles this better. Um, and like, yeah, they just, they just fucked this up so bad. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's bizarre. like, it's like two fully different people wrote two fully different scripts and they just like snipped bits out of both of them. And were like, yeah, this is fine. This will work. The the episode where Friday is in a hole for the whole time and he's just stuck in this hole is bad and boring. Um, and the episode with the mutineers is also bad and confusing. But, like, Long Pig is just incomprehensible. It's bad and it's very racist it is upsetting to watch like yeah. it's, it's really not fun to to experience this episode there's, there's you're just nothing like, good you're just making like a uh, uh, face <laughs> yeah. the whole time um mm, so, uh, to, to, to like keep it in the same vein as racism may i go on to like what is just not working for me about this show like yeah, sure, obviously, yeah. obviously the law lo- the long pay episode of racism is like it's not like that's like I'm giving that a pass, but like plot, like that feels like to your point, Evan, that feels like a total anomaly from this show. Um, The show, as we have said, is trying to give more agency and more characterization to Friday than uh, versions of this story have in the past. Um, So what we get is a show that is really trying to kind of, be Caruso and Friday instead of just Caruso, which I think is good. I think that telling uh, Friday's perspective and and kind of focusing on Friday is far more interesting than the alternative would be for this show. The problem then becomes because the show is Caruso, it is focused on Crusoe's needs, desires, wants, and backstory when like, now that we are focusing on Friday, we have to like confront the fact that there's things happening with Friday that are f- of, of much higher magnitude of much higher importance than whatever is happening with Crusoe Crusoe in, in the um, you know, just, just as an example in the long pig episode, Friday is describing the gangs, these, these um, uh, the, the cannibals, that he encountered and Chris was like, Oh, I understand gangs. And we flash back to getting his ass beat in like, by like <laughs> three guys 
in a an alleyway. In an alley. And it's like, yeah. okay, like, is this are you equating these things, Crusoe, and also show? And like Friday is having this real internal struggle about wanting to say with his friend. He's he talks about in um at the end of episode five when he's talking to his dad, or episode six, I'm sorry. Um they're talking back and forth and his dad's like, Oh, you were, you were much more selfish when you were young. And, um, Friday says, you know more about yourself when there's only one other person to share your world with, which is so gay, gay. so mm-hmm. gay. And it's like mm-hmm. these, these, these men love each other. Like just yeah. whether they are in a romantic relationship or not, these men love each other. And yeah. Friday is having these real internal issues with going back to England and going back with Crusoe to a place where he may be treated just as bad as when he was with the cannibals, and, if not worse, because it will be and, like culturally accepted. And where he knows that like slavery is yes. like in like the slave trade is fully happening right. all around them. Right. Yeah. And like he's battling through that and trying to like, you know, uh, give Crusoe some like uh, some security that like he's always going to be there with him. And but we keep and we but we flash back to, you know, Crusoe getting like his brother in law stole some money from him in some like elongated business deal. And it's like the these are not the same things like there's a much Mm -hmm. more interesting story happening over with Friday and like these Spanish uh, or the mutineers are like, oh, you're your man like you're 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 slave. And like it's it's like kind of gross, but also like historically accurate if we like deal with the ramifications of that if we actually give honor to that instead of just equating it to well crusoe like has been through worse things so we need to get back to what crusoe did and and friday kind of just has to follow along there at one point he uh friday's like yeah i'm not coming with you and crusoe like threatens to like leave him drown in this pit if if he doesn't agree to come with him and the line that comes out of Caruso's mouth is, and you'll come with me no matter what prejudice we have to overcome. And I said, we. my very Caucasian brother in Christ, did you say we? Did you say the prejudice that we have to overcome? Where is- well, as a gay couple, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah as exactly. an interracial sure, gay sure. couple. Yes. <laughs> He's speaking specifically about in the gay wedding. 17th that they century having. England, yeah. yeah. 17th just- century England? The, the the fact that like we are we are shining this light on Friday means that you have to like follow through with that. You need to deal with that. And they're kind of scratching the surface, but they're still like, no, 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 no. But but the show is called Crusoe. Like we, we need you to pay attention to this very oily blonde man that we put on the cover art. Like this is this is what the focus has to be. And it's just it's not it's not there it's the 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 struggles that he is enduring of just like i want i want to meet my wife i want to go back to my kids is not the same as like what friday is going through yeah crusoe like reminiscing about that one time where he had a bad day yeah compared to friday's like i think i might have to go back with london to you because you're my best friend and my life would be empty without you but also that sounds horrible like yeah it's comparing them as silly and dumb and bad yeah it's to to the point of like this show is very homoerotic it is very homoerotic because 
Uh, I think there are two big reasons. Reason one is Crusoe is romantically uninterested in all of the like smoking hot, Mm-hmm. big titty women that keep showing up on this island for some reason and he's disinterested yes because he has a wife in flashbacks bro but, like your wife she, has for sure remarried she is not part of the actual narrative though so it just feels very gay of crusoe to like just be completely disinterested in like these like bodacious bombshells that keep washing up on this on this beach for some reason and then women in slutty pirate costumes from party city (laughs) two with crusoe's wife being completely removed from the actual plot the only relationship that has any emotional depth to it is these two grown men who keep grabbing each other's shoulders and saying like you're my world you mean everything to me Mm -hmm. I would go any I would go anywhere with you. I will never leave you behind. We are in this together forever. And they keep like vowing their lives to each other. And it's just super fucking gay. So you have the one male lead is completely disinterested in all of the women. You have the other male lead disinterested in women because he's a, a black man and so far all the women have been white, which mm-hmm. you know 1700s that's just not gonna work out and also the sh- um, i think the show is like emphasize like to the point where like uh in in uh the mutineers episode like the all of the white pirates uh are uh very very threatening to the captain's wife and daughter uh who are prisoners and when they are uh under the uh guidance of uh friday they are constantly looking Racist. over their shoulder at this black man, mm-hmm. and he couldn't. He's mm-hmm. he he is like made to be like purer. Like he is he's yeah. he is not interested because that would be impure. That would be like shitty. And he's a good. He's just a good dude. Also, those women were racist. So yes, like all exactly, of the women we've exactly, met have yes, also yes. just been racist. Uh, and so yeah, so you have uh the two male leads just disinterested in women so far, and just vowing their lives to each other. It's really fucking gay. But it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have t- another. I have another dumb complaint. Like okay, this was all it. very good. Like this was insightful, and now I have to bring us back down to the dumb level again. Logs float. Yeah. <laughs> Friday was trapped in a hole under a log, and Robinson was. He spent hours and hours trying to move this log. Forty-five minutes. Um, and uh. Like this was not this was not a punchline or anything. They didn't like you know that's not how they got the log off Friday. He got the log off Friday with like an elaborate pulley system. <laughs> but like the hole was filling up with water. Friday's head was above the log itself. Uh, logs float, guys. Can we go to Andy's historical bitching corner? Go for it, dear. Please do. Okay. Um, I'm going to shout out uh, the Tales of the Sail podcast. It's a podcast about the game Blood and Plunder, which is a historical miniatures game that I play. I got to go on their... Uh, they, they release episodes once a month. I was on their August episode. Uh, so if you want to hear me talk about historical miniatures uh, from the late 16th, early 1700s, Go listen to that. But they do a trivia uh, question every episode. So 
on top of me just generally being interested in this time period and reading books about it, uh, I have been, like, more motivated than ever to study, like, trivia of this time period because of uh, being a fan of that podcast. And so this is Andy's Historical Bitching Quarter. Um, there's a lot of egregious things that happen in these episodes. Uh, there's some small ones and there's some real big ones. Uh, a big one is Crusoe was just walking around with his gun loaded and the hammer cocked back his, uh, his musket. And he just had that thing like slung over his shoulder as he's like walking around the island and like the barrel is swinging past Friday's head and it's, dude, you're... You're going to you're going to trip and you're going to shoot Friday or yourself. Uh please please stop that. Uh so that was just driving me crazy. Um in the big final battle of that episode with the cannibals, Crusoe and the Spaniard fire their pistols and um inexplicably drop them and leave them behind. Previously on the show, you know, in my positive section, I mentioned how they used their pistols after firing them as clubs. You would not be dropping a pistol unless you were pulling out another pistol. Like, uh, uh, having a brace of pistols, like a belt of pistols where they were all loaded with shot and powder already, that you could then, like, fire, drop it, pull out another and fire again really quick was super common. Or having, like, a big purse full of them was really common. Uh, but if you've spent your shot and you don't have time to reload, you're using it as a club. You would not just drop it on the ground for some reason. In fact, that's why the Spaniard gets clonked in the head. He shoots his pistol, drops it, and then runs in there without a weapon, and he gets bonked. So that was just crazy. And then when they leave, they run, they leave their pistols on the ground. Those are expensive, and you're not going to go to the pistol store. You're on an (laughs) island. So I was like, why on earth would you be... you dropped two perfectly good pistols just on the ground up there with the the, the, the cannibals. What are you doing? Uh, so that drove me nuts. Uh, the thing that drove me most crazy other than the, like, bonkers makeup job that the woman mutineer was doing to disguise herself, which was fully insane, like she should have just cut her hair short and not worn mascara and eyeshadow and lipstick. And she could have passed as like a teenage boy. Um, at one point she like puts the, puts the hair back on her face, like sticks it back to her chin, her little weird goatee thing. And it's like truly just like three hairs stick to her chin. The rest yeah, just fall It's off. a totally different configuration of facial hairs. They also did choose the most like, full-lipped, doe-eyed, like... Yes. Uh, like, high-cheekboned, like, female... She's a model. Yeah. Like, they got a like, model. Yeah. But, like, oh, boy. Still, still, full face of makeup. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so just, just, we're, we're moving on past that. <laughs> the thing that drove me most, most insane was... The mutineers are leaving. They've decided to ditch the mutineer leader behind. They're leaving him on the island. Oh, Friday stabbed him with a butterfly knife, which another thing we're just going to zip past. Anyway, mutineers are leaving. Friday has a butterfly knife. That's fine. Whatever. Um, 
Crusoe gallantly swims out to the ship to stop them. He climbs on deck. For some reason, there are only th- uh, four people on deck. The rest of the crew is downstairs for some reason. Why are they downstairs below deck? We don't know. Why aren't they in the rigging and sailing the ship? Doesn't matter. Ignore it. They only need four people on deck to sail the ship. Crusoe kills two of them very quickly. The leader is now here to fight Crusoe, the new leader, the newly elected leader. Um, the newly elected leader says, Boy, steer the ship. I'm going to handle Crusoe myself. The ship's wheel is on the mid-deck. <laughs> So if you're if you're looking if, if you're looking at like a classic brigantine kind of three deck pirate ship, pirate ass pirate ship, there is the back deck which is raised and has you know like stairs leading up to it typically. The mid deck which is lower, which is typically where like you'll have some cannons and you'll have a mast maybe, and then you know lots of ropes and shit. That's the part that people are always swabbing, you know, yeah. that part. And then you have the the front deck, which usually has like a forward out mast and maybe another mast and maybe some more cannons or swivel guns. But because the front deck is raised, if you're on the mid deck, you can't see <laughs> forward, which is why the ship's wheel is always on the back deck, which is also raised. So you have the ship's wheel lower than the deck before it and the deck after it. So if you are steering the ship, you cannot see what's behind you, or more importantly, you cannot see what the fuck is in front of you. So... Andy was so upset. I was was losing my mind because they even had this this tiny woman, this tiny model, like, up on her tiptoes, like, trying to look like she's trying to steer. And it's like, honey, no, you're, like, getting on your tiptoes isn't going to do anything for you. Now, <laughs> ship, ship ain't built like that. Yeah. Now, as Crusoe has his dramatic sword fight, uh, quite accurately, the bitch does crash the ship into some rocks. Uh, through no fault of her own, I will say, <laughs> because she can't fucking see over the rest of the ship at what she's steering towards. But, like... I was going nuts. Now, ship's wheels were invented kind of kind of later than you'd think. Uh, so it's even debatable as to whether they would have a ship's wheel or not. I can excuse all of that. Like, fuck it. Ship's wheels look cool. Yeah, throw it on there. Would it have been there? Maybe, maybe not. Were they invented at that time? Kind of, but they weren't super popular yet. So, like, would they have had one? Up for debate. Would they have had it on the mid-deck? Maybe, because they didn't know any better, because ship's wheels are a new invention. But still, the tiller... No, no. The the tiller would have been on the back deck, because you need to see where you're fucking steering your goddamn ship. And on a three-decked ship, you have it on the back deck. Even on a two-decked ship, you still have it on the back deck. So that you can fucking see where you... Oh, my God. I was... And, like, that's where the rudder is. The ship's wheel has to be able to, like, interact with the fucking rudder which is on the butt of the ship i love the idea that they would make a ship not know where to put the wheel try it out 
And then they would be like, no, no, this one doesn't work, but we're still sending this one out of port. We, we're, 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 we sunk cost into this one. Send it out. Go, go do Give some Give it to the shitty crew of mutineers. They'll, they'll crash into some goddamn I gotta, rocks. I got a discount ship to sell you. <laughs> if they had, like, just the tallest of uh, ship's pilots, you know, maybe... If they had uh, Yao Ming as their ship's pilot. Sure. Yeah. A, he was a very tall, very famous basketball I know player. Yao Ming okay, is. Jeez. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah Yao I Ming was... Basketball player from 2004. Yeah. What... I used to use him in NBA Street all the time. Sure, okay. But what was really driving me crazy was, oh, like... A bit, you mean besides the ship's wheel in the wrong spot? Well, no, I'm still on that. Yeah. Is you could have had the same exact scene just on the back deck. They had a set built. They could have just put the ship's wheel in the spot where, it, like, by all logic, it makes sense. By any ship's diagram that you're looking at when you built the set, you would have put it there. By, like, any functionality, you would have put it there. And you could have had them crash because maybe... Uh, the 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 woman character, the disguised woman character. Maybe she got involved in the fight somehow. You know, maybe you had some drama. Maybe you had her do something, and like she got pulled away from the the wheel, or maybe they could have been know, fighting Andy, over God the wheel. God forbid a woman should do something. So like, they, I I like you could have just had the same scene and had the crash like make sense, other than just like pure incompetence from the writers and the set builders and the director and the characters. I would put big money that if the mutineers come back for a third time and we do, they do find out that um, this character is actually a woman that one of them will make a joke or one of them will like, will do the joke, the not funny joke of, Oh, no wonder, no wonder she crashed the ship. Um, That's (sighs) how much faith I have in this show. Yeah. Cause you motherfuckers put the wheel in the wrong spot. (laughs) Um, I was also very bothered that the entire crew was below deck for some reason. That made no sense to me. Now, like, I guess narratively, they needed to not be around so Crusoe could, like, fight. But, like, what were they doing down there? Like, y'all are leaving. Y'all are trying to leave. You all need to be, like, you are setting sail. Y'all have jobs to do. Um, they're, they're all wearing shoes. None of them should be wearing shoes on the ship's deck. Everyone in Hollywood gets that wrong, though, so I can ignore that. Like, fucking Master and Commander got that wrong. I can forgive that. Um, this also seemed like, like, if you're doing the Mutineer storyline and you have Sean Bean playing Crusoe's dad, why wouldn't you have him here now? Like, like the Mutineers bring... Crusoe's dad to the island so like we could have had Sean Bean finally involved in the actual story but no he's just gone he's not even in flashbacks anymore he he's fucking out of here um anyway that's that's Andy's bitching corner uh ship's wheels uh put them in the right spot please I would bet that they only afforded they could only afford Sean Bean for like two days of filming and it was all in England Mm -hmm. or wherever England is set here I would have had him be any other character then because, like, Crusoe's dad is important to the story. Like, he shows up on the island, one. And two, if you can only have Sean Bean there for two days of filming, throw him in as a character actor for a 
the the evil pirate captain, you know, like mm-hmm. why why wouldn't you have him be your two episode villain of the week? Because then you gotta fly him. He's he's in New Zealand already. Oh, you gotta fly yeah. him, fly him to Fiji or wherever this is taking place. Um, uh, we're gonna watch more of this, huh? Yeah. There's Bot only committed. 13 episodes, thankfully. That that's all we, you know. It's it's not a young Hercules situation. <laughs> we do got to return um, to young Hercules at some point. <laughs> now that you yeah. mentioned it, um, this is a this is a bad show. Uh, I'm sorry, I made us watch it. Um, I really thought this was like one that you were like. This was this was. Yeah. Like you're you were holding on to this one. This one's like the when you pitched this show, you were like, we can watch The River, we can watch Crusoe, we can watch like you had all these shows, and I was like, Oh, I, I'm looking forward to to, to get into Crusoe. That sounds like it'll be a good time. I did not realize that you like Yeah, I thought this bounced right off. I thought this came with your endorsement. I thought no, no. I thought that's why you owned a physical yeah. copy of it. No, I owned a physical copy because I got it for $5 on Black Friday, and I watched the first three episodes and was like, I think this is pretty bad, and uh, put it put it away. And um, when we started doing Ending Pending, I was like, I got to save... <laughs> I got to save Crusoe. This is my silver bullet to finally kill Ending Pending. I'll pick a show so bad that we stopped doing this podcast finally. Uh, no, I just, I love pirate shit, so I wanted to wait till, you know, right right moment. I hope it gets fun again. Or, I hope it gets fun for, for the first time. What I really hope, if, if, if the only saving grace is this, I hope that the dialogue stops being so disjointed and so forced that it kind of um, kills the chemistry between Crusoe and Friday. I felt that a lot here. There was a lot of like meandering dialogue that just like seemed expository, but for no, for not for this story, there was exposition for some other story they must be telling because it actually did not come into play here at all. Um, just like they needed something to fill the time, and uh, I was bored by it. I hope that they get back to like just letting those th- these men love each other in like the way that they want to. The fishing scene in one of these episodes was really good, actually. So, like, there, there, there were still some good, like, to your point, Ronnie, there were some good, like, Friday Crusoe moments, mm-hmm. and they were few and far between these three episodes. So I agree with you. I hope we get back to, like, more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've watched some shows that have been pretty offensive at times, and it seems like whoever set out to make this show was trying to be really intentional with how they handled um specifically the race elements of this story and for them to like so drastically drop the ball uh i think this might be like the most racist shit we've watched ever for ending pending and i'm hoping that they do a big course correction because it seemed like they had good intentions and good ideas starting out and then like boy howdy uh this was rough gosh i just went on imdb and the top rated episode of Crusoe is Long Pig. Oh no. oh, no. Yeah. Who? I don't know. I the, bet the, only like five people have rated the show. The users of, of, uh, of IMDb gave it a 7.5 out of 10. 
<sighs> look, um, look, look. We know what sort of people hang out on uh, media rating internet sure. platforms. Like we know what we know what happens to any major property with a woman or a gay in it. Uh, so this this doesn't necessarily indicate anything about the human race at large. It just indicates what sort of people hang out on IMDb. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, real talk. If for whatever reason you're like, oh, I love pirate shit. I'll, wa- I'll watch even bad pirate shit. And you're you're thinking of watching along with us? Just skip Long Pig. Just s- yeah. Skip it. Uh, Friday meets his dad, and his dad has to go away. That's it. Yeah, Don't watch it. the rest of it. Uh, just skip that one. Um, but yeah, uh, what are we watching? Three more for next week, Ronnie? Yeah, I think that. Uh, I think we were at six. We got thirteen to go. Yeah, might as well watch three more. I don't know that I could. Well, there's. I can't imagine there will be much to talk about in just three of these. But I don't know that I can watch four. Um, so we'll, we'll 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 see how it goes. If we have a real appetite for it, maybe we'll do more. But let's just start at three. Spoilers, I don't think I'm going to have a real appetite for more Caruso. Yeah, it seems uh, seems like how it's going to go. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at PendingPod. You can head over to wheretheymay.com to uh, check out our site. Check out all of our merch links there, uh, as well as other shows on our network. Shows like Good Neighbors, shows like Fan Fiction is Good Actually, shows like Forced Friends, Rewatch, um... As Andy said, check out that uh, that very good uh, Muppet-themed episode of, of Good Neighbors as they uh, kind of do a couple of one-shot things in between their big arc campaigns. Uh, very excited about what's coming and very excited about what's happening. Um, Patreon, as always, is patreon.com slash WTM radio. Lots of cool stuff coming there. Uh, we, we, are keep, we are ships passing... In the night, we are mutant, mutineered ships passing in the night, trying to plan our, our drunk Ronnie episode. But it is coming very soon, um, and that that will actually be for everybody. But maybe we'll maybe we'll record some stuff that's uh, Patreon only, while we're a little bit ribbled, a little bit uh, intoxicated. Who knows? Um, anything else uh, y'all want to talk about or mention for the for the peoples? I don't think so. God is dead. Is that, I just thought I'd let you know. In case you hadn't heard on the news, God is dead. <laughs> Missed that. Missed that headline on the yep. New York Times. I had I had this. There was a student in my philosophy class that was very much opposed to that idea, though. Very was was very like saying that he is in fact not dead. Um, and then the, then there was uh. Somebody with a, a newspaper came in. It must some kind of newsboy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very good. Thank you. I don't know. Yeah, just I hope I hope you're all doing well out there. Yeah, I hope you're all doing great. Keep it together, lads. Keep it together. Gender neutral, lads. Gender neutral. I don't know. Force friends will maybe come back someday. Looking forward to it. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, you haven't been doing Force Friends recently? No. I now I don't feel quite so bad about... Uh, be, I'll have you know, it. we've yeah. done it more than fanfiction is good, actually. <laughs> Listen to me. I have to find a different guest for every single episode. And, I have to track uh, down Ryan to... for every single episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh boy. All getting, right. getting Ryan to record is almost like finding a new guest for every single episode. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, um it's okay. It's the summertime. We can talk shit about him. He doesn't listen. I don't think that this will be <laughs> on. I think we stopped <laughs> the podcast already. Okay, uh, bye. 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 Where they may.